go. He said that Jesus Christ has risen, and He is the open door. Well, how you doing, everyone? Welcome to this episode of the Cajun Conservative Show, where we talk about life, we talk about liberty, we talk about the pursuit of happiness, and yes, we show the world that Cajuns do have intelligence. Hope you're having a good day, good week, wherever you are listening, or wherever you're at, or wherever you're listening, because this is the day that the Lord has made. We should rejoice and be glad in it. Hope everyone had a good weekend. A lot of things to cover, but before we do that, please remember to like, to subscribe, to follow on the platform you are listening on. Even in, in, on the platform you're listening on, I know like Spotify and Apple Podcasts, you could rate the podcast. You can go ahead and leave a review. If you can, please do that. Give me a good re- review. Give me a five-star Tell your friends, tell your neighbors that the Cajun Conservative is on the airwaves. That helps out more than you know, I promise you. And I love getting feedback from you guys. You can always email me at thecajunconservative5 at gmail.com. You can also look at the website, thecajunconservativeshow.wordpress.com. Go find me on TikTok at thecajunconservative. Find me on Facebook. All the good social media accounts, we are there, ladies and gentlemen, and um, we are on Twitter. We're all on that. And that's uh, that's for me to keep in contact with you guys. I love getting your response. I love you guys. I adore you. As my good friend Scott Forrest says, heart bubbles to every one of you. Uh, I'm just I'm just I'm so excited you get to come today and spend some time with me. It is a blessing. It is a joy to go ahead and to dive into that. And also still at the helm, my good friend Hezekiah, producer Hezekiah. Uh, I get do, should we call you PK or PH? How, how would we do You know, PhD. That's what we should call <laughs> PhD. Yeah. Hey, that, that works. But anyway, so Hezekiah, welcome back. Thank you for being here. You're appreciated, my good friend. You and producer LB, a brother just searching. Y'all are a great team. Take them pictures. Take them pictures. Anyway, so guys, we're gonna, we have to talk about this deal that Biden made with the Russians to free Brittany Griner. I believe I'm saying her name right. Griner, Garner, something. I believe it's Griner. So we're going to go with Griner. Uh, so who is Brittany Griner to begin with? Well, she is a WNBA basketball star. I believe she's one of the greatest in women's basketball. How did she get into this predicament to where Biden has to make a deal to get her out of jail? Well, Miss Brittany Griner went play basketball in the country of Russia. And when she went there, she did this before and she knew the rules, but she brought some Sting some oils that you smoke in a vape. I don't know if it's CBO or CBA, whatever they call those things that you smoke in vape. I don't smoke a vape. I don't smoke at all. I, you know, I, I, my, I guess you could call him my mentor, the one I listened to when I was growing up. Rush Limbaugh would always say my formal nicotine hands. I can say my never stained nicotine hands because I don't smoke. I don't do vapes. I, I don't do none of that stuff. But uh, Miss Brittany Griner did this. She went ahead and she used uh, these oils in a vape that is illegal in 
Russia, and unfortunately, she went. She she got caught. Uh, she stopped. I think she was stopped at an airport, and they searched her, and she went ahead, and she was found guilty of this. Now, before I go on, ladies and gentlemen, I don't think nobody should get nine years. I don't care what your law is, uh, nine years for having a substance that you put in a vape. Russia clearly did this because they had an alternative uh, had an alternative motive for using Miss Griner for what they probably did. They they did a prisoners exchange. And ladies and gentlemen, this isn't the first time we're going to talk about a Marine later on. Mr. Phil Willen um, is sitting in prison basically because the same thing, hyped up charges. They gave him a long prison sentence and they're hoping us as Americans would go after him. And we should, ladies and gentlemen, before I go on with this, I want to be crystal clear. I'm glad this American is coming home. That is the bright side of this story. Um, the, the American, uh, an American is not sitting in a Russian prison no more. And look, there's some there's some American citizens. If you do wrong, hey, come, we'll, we'll you know, you have to do you have how do you say that uh, the to to do uh, do the time uh, to do the crime, you have, might have to pay the time. Okay, but th- both these people. Both these victims of Russia's cruelty to Americans was unjust. I want to say this right off the jump. What what the Russians did to Miss Brittany Griner is unjust. They should have never, ever done this, but they wanted to use this as a political pawn or a, a bargaining chip, which they did. Skip 10 months later, this woman stayed in jail because she had oils for her vape she was sentenced to nine years in russian prison she she went ahead and she 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 served 10 months and ladies and gentlemen i i i I don't know if russia prisons got better but if you read articles or you read history russia does not do prison very well like the united states they don't have a tv i believe they they live in harsh conditions so this is hard now, this is where we're going to get to the meat of the issue. President Joe Biden went ahead on Thursday morning and announced that they secured the release of Ms. Brittany Griner, and they announced it that she was coming home for Ms. Griner. They went ahead and sent a traffic's arms dealer, that's from Russia, Victor Bout in this exchange and it was a, it was a great it was a ceremony they had her wife they had um that kamala harris there and um this is what the president said when he made the announcements moments ago standing together with her wife cheryl in the oval office i spoke with Brittany griner the president said from the white house she's safe she's on a plane she's on her way home after months of being unjustly detained in Russia, held under intol- intolerable circumstances. So who did they go ahead and exchange for Miss Griner? You might ask, as I said, Victor Bout. He is a Nationals arm dealer. And he was sentenced, I believe, to 20-some years. 
in prison in the United States because he plot to kill Americans. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is where I start wondering. Like I said, I'm happy that we have an American. Everything's good. All right. Okay. I'm glad we have uh, an American coming home. This is the problem right here. We gave an international terrorist back to Russia for a basketball player. Now, like, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, don't, don't please mix. Don't, don't get my, uh, my emotions mixed because, I, like I said, I'm happy we have an American coming home. But shouldn't we have gotten more? For this deal, especially when we have a former Marine by the name of Paul Whelan sitting in a Russian jail. After this deal, they reached out to the family of Mr. Whelan and his brother said we were told before that he was not part of this agreement. CNN claimed they have... That to have a secure phone, had a secure phone conversation with Mr. Paul Whelan on Thursday. And he said he was disappointed that he is still sitting in a jail. And ladies and gentlemen, the Biden administration only took 10 months to get Smith Griner out of prison. This man has been sitting in a Russian prison for four months. Now, granted, he was detained in 2018. There is people out there. Yes, correction. Yeah, twenty. I apologize. Twenty-five. Uh, he's been in there for four years. He's been in there for four years, and yes, it was in the beginning of the. Uh, it was he was in there while the Trump administration. Now Biden even went ahead and addressed this in his um in his uh, his speech, saying that the Russians are. Let me try to find his quote. That the Russia, uh, sadly, well, yeah, sadly, for total uh, illegitimate reasons, Russia is treating Paul's case differently than Britney's, he said. That was the president's quote. So now we don't know what they think they have in Mr. Whelan. We don't know. But ladies and gentlemen, just think about this. We left a United States veteran, a former Marine, still sitting in a Russian jail. Or Russian prison, and the, and this it has taken four years or so, give or take, that this man is sitting. He's been sitting in prison since 2018. Yeah, yeah, four years, five years, something of that nature. And Donald Trump couldn't get him out. And the president, and the current president, is saying that that it's very complicated in Mr. Whelan's situation. But it only took 10 months to get Miss Brittany Griner out of jail. Please don't get my mix, my emotions mixed or my, my, um, my, my, the way I'm talking mixed. I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm glad she's out. Even the family of Mr. Whelan said, look, we're happy that she's out of prison. We're happy she got out of that hellhole. We're happy because of that. They just don't understand why the we their their loved one is still in jail and we gave a terrorist a national arms dealer that arms terrorists for a basketball player now Corinne Jean Pierre 
said that this was a one and done. The the um the 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 uh the I'm trying to how can I say it? the Russians said that it was her and that arms dealer are no American whatsoever. Now, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, I I don't know what all the dealings were. I, it, this is hard because there's some information that I think a lot of the American people are missing. And I understand that, you know, hey, I understand what the president says. I understand what Kareem Jean-Pierre, if we can bring one American home, it was worth it. Um, A basketball player. That's not going to look. I promise you, Miss... Brittany Garner is not going to hurt nobody. But this national arms dealer that they traded her for is going to do what he did before. He's a criminal. He's going to go ahead and hand out guns to terrorist groups. He's going to sell weapons of mass destruction to terrorist groups. He's going to do harm. I don't... I just, I, I know why. I'm going to be able to, I know why they did this, to be honest with you. Because Van Jones from CNN said it the best way. And this is, I had a friend I asked and he said, this is the, this was very, this was the very democratic thing to do. What he's meaning by that? The Democrats. Why did the Democrats do this? Why is the me- some of the media is defending the, uh, President Joe Biden? Because there's a lot of people that still, even some of his own State Department is scratching their heads on this. But Van Jones defends Garner. You can't allow a black female icon to be treated like garbage. Kareem Jean-Pierre made a statement on this slide. Let me find her, her quote. I thought it was in here. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Um, I, I thought I had it. Oh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Well, let me go. I, I, I like to quote it, but let me go ahead. I can't find it at the moment. But Kareem Jean-Pierre said something on this line when they asked her a question on it. Uh, that. Oh, let me see. Man, I thought it was right here for some reason. That must be his quote. Uh, the name. Da, 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 da. Okay, but. All right, so I can't, apparently I can't find it, but she says something on the line when they asked her a question, why did they release her? She says she's part of the LGBTQ community. She's an icon for black women. And she, ladies and gentlemen, this was a political agreement, you could say. This was not for the protection of Miss Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner is one of them that's, that quoted that she hated America. I wonder if she has a newfound respect for America now because they the the, the current president and the current administration went ahead and for, got did went to great lengths to free her, but not free an American veteran. But yeah, you. you 
They went to great lengths. She did not like America, but she went. they went to great lengths to get out. So she might have a new refile in America. For, but ladies and gentlemen, Kareem Jean-Pierre and this report, uh, this CNN contributor, Van Jones, basically said what the Democrat Party was thinking. We need to get behind. We need, we're, we're, we're preaching, you know, equality in the racism. We're, we're talking about the LGBT community. We're talking about icon, icons and all this stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why it, it, this was all a political uh, pawn. Ladies, that's how I look at it. Ladies and gentlemen, you have a U.S. Marine that served this military, served this country. He is wasting away in a Russian jail. While this lady, and look, I, I mean, I'm happy. I'm ecstatic. I'm like her family that said, yes, we got another American home. I, I could not see myself standing behind this, 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 this microphone and say, I'm not happy that we have an American back on our shores but ladies and gentlemen just think about this we gave up a arms dealer that that helps terrorists gets weapons to hurt americans for one basketball player one oh but she's an icon She's she 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 helps the black community and the LGBTQ community. Oh, we have to get her home. But screw the man that went ahead and fought for our freedoms and to protect our freedoms. Now, what will the president the president promised? Oh, yes, I'm going to get him out. I'm going to do everything in my power to get him out. Ladies and gentlemen, the, Amer the Democrat Party, and I'm going to end on this note with this part of the segment. The Democrat Party don't care about you, the American people. They care about passing their political agendas and it puts you into more harm's way. If it, if, if, if it funds their political agenda, heck on everybody else. See, this funds their political agenda. This funds their, their, their ideology thinking and their socialistic thinking. This is why they fought to get this woman out of prison. And they didn't fight for the Marine. I'll be right back after the short break. How you doing, everyone? Isaac here. I'm the Cajun Conservative. And I want to thank Brother Lanny Hayes from Hayes' Dump Truck Service for their generous support of the Cajun Conservative and Brothers Just Searching. Hayes' Dump Truck Service serves the Lafayette and surrounding areas. If you have any job that you need done, like cleanup or hauling material to your job site or your home, we haul limestone, we haul sand, we haul topsoil, any type of material you need. If you're in the Lafayette and surrounding areas, please call Brother Lanny Hayes at 337-852-8043. Remember, Hayes' Dump Truck Service, where Jesus is Lord of the company. Cleansed and made us whole. Not one hook, not one soul. All right, everybody, welcome back to the second segment of the Cajun Conservative Show. Uh, look, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not trying to get some mixed singles here. I just, I'm happy. Don't, don't get me wrong. I am happy 
that we got an American citizen back on shore. The reason I'm saying it is because you're going to have critics either on TikTok or Facebook or, you know, uh, YouTube, Apple, whoever. Well, Isaac, what you wanted him to do? Leave her there? Okay, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that whatsoever. I'm glad she's home. And look, uh, the president, you know, did a deal that he thought was best. But the problem with it is you don't trade an international terrorist for a basketball player. Now, that might be who the Russians wanted. But you tell them, well, what about, no, that, you, uh, look, if that had to be a deal, like for multi-millions, you, you might, it's like me, okay, me having a $20 company and someone that's a billion dollars says, hey, let's swap companies. It's a good deal for me, but it's not a good deal for us. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said, Miss Brittany is not going to, uh, Brittany Gordon is not going to go ahead and hurt people to, to my knowledge. But this international terrorist, this man that funded people to hurt Americans is going to hurt people. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, it just don't make sense. And I think the normal American is thinking that. Hezekiah, we got the clock working? We got the clock working. Some back behind the scenes stuff. <laughs> I'm just, I, I, as a simple American, just a simple American that lives every day and works. I, I just, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it at all. And I think that's what I, I feel. That's what Americans are saying. Now, look, Biden did get criticized from both sides of the aisle on this. I understand that the deal's done. Thank goodness. She's home. But I, you ask questions now. They might be saying, "Well, they're they're they've been in conversation for nine months on this." Yeah, I can understand this. I can understand deal breaking. I feel America got the short end of the stick. I'm and look. I please. This is a disclaimer. All you people that are going to criticize me, I am happy she's home. It just it there, there, something don't feel right about this deal. Especially when the president couldn't twist the arm of Russia. Ladies and gentlemen, I think Russia just proved how incompetent our president is. At deal making, at least. All right, Jennifer Lawrence faces backlash after claiming she was the first lead female action hero. Variety deleted the tweet, by the way. Um, so Jennifer Lawrence is facing backlash after fa uh, falsely claiming that nobody had ever put a woman in a in the lead of an action movie prior to her 2012's Hunger Games. And Variety has since deleted his tweet in which she made that claim. So she went ahead and did an uh, interview with Variety. Uh, they, some type of... Um, uh, just, I guess it's a plain interview with Variety. Variety is the uh, the newspaper for the actors. If you're a big-time actor, you like reading Variety or you got to get into Variety to make it big. Um, but she made this quote. I remember when I was doing Hunger Games, nobody had put, ever put a woman in the lead of an action movie because it wouldn't work. Because we were told girls and boys can both identify with a male lead. But boys cannot identify with a female lead. Now, this was uh, Lawrence's claim. 
Um, now this, there's a there's a problem with this. Uh, just right off the head, Tomb uh, Tomb Raider, the first ones they made they remade they revamped this show. Um, there is uh, the Hannah. There is a few. There's a there's a lot of there's a a lot more female leading action roles. Charlie's Angels. Um, all this stuff, ladies and gentlemen. The reason Lawrence did this is because of this feminine type movement. She, she uh, you, you always have to play the victim. See, ladies and gentlemen, mas uh, masculinity is um is under attack. You can't be a man no more. You got to feminize men. You got to make them look soft. You got to make them look insignificant. But a woman, a woman, she got to look like she's, she, you know, she, she's, uh, she's, she can fend for herself. She can, and look, I don't, I'm not, I'm not having nothing against the Hunger Games. I like the Hunger Games. I have all four movies. But for her to say this, first of all, she's puffing herself up like, I'm a I'm a trailblazer. It's easy to trailblaze something when it's already been bladed for made into a. It's a. It, <laughs> I'm gonna say this right. It's easy to 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 make a path when the road has already been paved. And for Jennifer Lawrence to say this, and I see why Variety went ahead and deleted this tweet because this is a slap to every woman that played in an action movie before like she was the first she's taking credit and she's like those those men you know you put men because they can they, they can um, identify with both of them men and women can identify with a male lead ladies and gentlemen Jennifer Lawrence has a couple of fries short of a happy meal she's playing a victim she's trying to promote uh, this woman, this woman can take care of themselves, and that, you know that they put the men put down women, and that's not so. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot of movies before Jennifer Lawrence's Hunger Games in an action-packed movie. And like I said, I have nothing against it. I, I like the Hunger Games. It's a, it's a good movie, but Jennifer Lawrence, the actress, is a couple of fries short of a Happy Meal. Like I said, in my opinion. All right, to more pressing issues. Uh, Twitter has dropped another. Uh, can you say I'm, I'm trying to say this for the right way? The the, the file they, they dropped another Twitter uh, Twitter dump of files and things that are happening, and this all happened in a span of a couple of days. But this was done on December eighth of twenty twenty two, well I believe which was Friday. Um. Released from former New York Times reporter Barra Wills. Uh, Weiss. Weiss. Okay. In yet another lengthy Twitter trend, the revelation on Thursday showed that several mainstream conservative voices from Charlie Kirk to Dan Bongino was shat were shadow banned by the social media company. Under the reverse of visibility filtering, or FVF, at one point, Twitter even placed Stanford professor Dr. J. Uh, Batterton, Battery, can't say that, that's a long name, Woo. Uh, under the label Trend Blacklist for arguing that the coronavirus lockdown would harm children. Now, this, uh, this reporter from the former New York Times uh, reporter went ahead and dropped all kind of stuff. So wrap it up in a nutshell. If you were a conservative a pundit, 
They used the example Dan Bagino, Charlie Kirk, big names in the conservative movement right now. And they would tweet something. They would filter it or they would go ahead and slow it down with the trend. They would make sure it wouldn't be seen by a lot of people. Ladies and gentlemen, this is and this is revealed because of Elon Musk. Elon Musk did a lot more than just buy a company. Elon Musk saw that free speech was being censored. And he thank goodness he bought this. Now we a lot of so-called conspiracy theories that were disproved that, that was supposed to not be provable is been have been proven. Censor and big tech has been censoring conservatives. Nothing has come out on Facebook because the people that own Facebook are still in ownership of that. And unfortunately, I don't think it's going to be um, revealed what happened with Facebook unless somebody buys it out. But ladies and gentlemen, Elon Musk is showing the world that when conservatives a couple of years ago were saying we were being censored, we were being we, we were being shadow banned, we were we were being we our voices were being cut off. Oh, y'all crazy conservatives! How dare y'all think that? How dare y'all say y'all 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 been censored? Twitter ain't censoring y'all. Facebook ain't censoring y'all. Big tech ain't censoring y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, and we have a, a they, they have dumped some more as a third dump, as you can say, of Twitter files or, or information on Twitter. But ladies and gentlemen, and, and look, this was a Twitter once had a mission to give everyone the power to create and share ideas and inf, uh, information in, uh, in, instantly without barriers along the way. Barriers, ne uh, ne nevertheless, were erected they, they they were erected they they came up ladies and gentlemen um and they chose some examples uh for arguing covid knockdown uh dan bongino who at one point was slapped with a search blacklist twitter set uh the account of conservative activist charlie kirk to do not amplify Ladies and gentlemen, this is this is just disturbing. This is disturbing that free speech has come this th how tech companies are suppressing free speech. Big tech companies are suppressing free speech so bad right now. And ladies and gentlemen, it is still happening. Don't think because what's happening at Twitter that the other big tech companies are saying no, we're going to go ahead and stop doing it. This is, ladies and gentlemen, this is overwhelming. All the information that is coming out, uh, libs of TikTok had was shadow banned. Uh, yeah, one of the accounts that rose on this level of uh, scrutiny was lib of TikTok, an account that was on trend blacklist and was designed to do uh, do not take action. On users without consent. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I'm really. This is really disturbing ladies and gentlemen. Because first off we have something called the first amendment right. I understand that private companies. Supposedly don't have to grant that. On a platform or whatever. And I understand. I, I understand. Look if you're a liberal and you're listening. I understand. 
that you should watch some things on social media. You shouldn't say certain things. But ladies and gentlemen, we're going to when is going to this where you are going to go ahead and censor people like Dan Bongino, Charlie Kirk, and look, I'm going to even throw someone in there. Scott Ford being Scott Scott Ford has been censored on Big Tech before as well. This is a close person. I have other podcast friends that said they've been. Shadow ban, I guess you could say, or censored on Twitter or whatever. Ladies and gentlemen, this is suppressing free speech, but it's also hiding an opinion because you don't like that opinion. See, this is what's neat about podcasting. This is what's neat about what I do. If you don't like what I say, you have the opportunity to, to unsubscribe. You have an opportunity to turn me off. But ladies, especially big tech, look, social media was built on the interaction of you meeting with friends and voicing your opinions out. But it's it's easy to win a debate when you, you go ahead and shut off the mic of your opponent on that analogy. Like I said, just imagine it. Just imagine you're on a stage and you're listening to a debate. I don't care if it could be abortion, it could be evolution, it could be whatever. You're on a debate and you have a creationist, you have an evolutionist, or some two people of different views, and one one can say whatever they want, and when the other one gets there, they keep muting the mic. And that's what Twitter is doing, ladies and gentlemen. Twitter, well, it used to do. They did not like what the conservatives stood for. They did not want their opinion out there. So they went and they, they put it out there. You know, hey, we don't want to tell them we're not sharing it. But at the same time, we're limiting how many people can see it. Um, now, we're going to another portion of this. This is from the Daily Caller. Elon Musk confirms Twitter shadow ban political candidates before before elections this comes from a tweet someone asked elon musk so here's a question for elon musk and the report of the new york times were any political candidates either in the u.s or elsewhere subject to shadow banning while they were running for office or seeking re-election elon musk flat out said yes so ladies and gentlemen it was just not against People with radio programs or people that had a voice of influence. No, it was political candidates. It was people that was trying to get their supporters to the polls. It was those people. It was people that were trying to get their message out through social media. And if Twitter didn't like the candidate, oh, we're going to shadow ban them. We're going to restrict their voice. Ladies and gentlemen, don't tell me this wasn't political. Because we've been asking for years, why the heck were only conservatives censored? Or why was conservatives the only ones hit with fact checkers? You never seen... Democrats being fact-checked. You've never seen liberals or social uh, social icons getting 
fact check because they align with the left. You always heard of conservatives. Like I said, I know personal. I have a friend right now that just made one statement. And he was just quoting facts and they pulled him off of social media for 30 days. Ladies and gentlemen, this goes into a way bigger more, this, this, this is look, and this is starting to get overwhelming from Twitter. We, it, it should not surprise us as conservatives that this is happening. From Town Hall, this was a third, um, the third part of Elon Musk's Twitter file reveal, which led to the ban of former President Donald Trump from social media platforms. This one probably would be, and it's not because it's Trump. Uh, you, um, Bruce Hezekiah, you know I was called earlier a magatite earlier, a magatite, make American great. I, I, I just I just follow Donald Trump, and I don't I don't I don't look at nothing nothing else. And I had to I, you you listen to the podcast enough. I've tagged Donald Trump I don't know how many times, but I was a ma uh, magatite, and I'm like I'm not anyway. And it, but this isn't because it's just Donald Trump. This is something that. Really disturbed. The third, I'm going to read line for line on this one. The third part of Elon Musk's Twitter file reveal, which led to the ban of former President Donald Trump from the social media platform. Last year, Trump was taken off of Twitter following the Capitol protest on January 6th. Independent journalist Matt uh, Tabi said that in an, uh, in, uh, internal company messages show how the social media platform uh, standards begin to disappear within months leading up to J6. Even high-ranking executives were violating their policies while interacting with federal agents. Twitter executives uh, remain in relationship with the FBI to decide which posting should be targeted for censorship. Tabib pointed out uh, how Twitter uh, head of trust and safety, Yao Rolf, attempted to describe how he, uh, how he struggled to hide and purpose of weekly meetings with FBI and other FBI's um, let me go ahead. This, this is some, um, da, da, da. the bombshell find notice how Twitter ex executives begin to prepare to ban future presidents and white house. Perhaps even Joe Biden, the new administration says one exec will not, uh, will not be suspended by Twitter unless absolutely necessary. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, before Trump's ban, Twitter began to put warning labels and former president tweets within new LE discord. Ladies and gentlemen, they went ahead and changed the policies. They went ahead and changed the rules because they wanted to go ahead and censor Donald Trump. And they had the opportunity on J6. They went ahead and had that opportunity. They, went, they, they set it up to where they did. And look, this is the thing. It, was, it ain't just for President Donald Trump. It is. They're also setting up the, in case if there's another president that comes along the line and disagrees with them or says something that they don't like, that they can go ahead and just ban that, that, that account, the president, the future president's account and the White House account. They were setting that up, ladies and gentlemen. Their plans are backfired now because of Elon Musk. But ladies and gentlemen, Elon Musk is showing that Twitter was never your friend. Twitter was trying to hide information. Twitter was trying to stop information from going out. 
And look, I'm going to say, you know, this is this, and I'm going to say it right here, and this is my last thought. This is why, this is why liberal pundits and liberal brainwash idiots did not want Elon Musk taking over. Because, see, if Elon Musk would have never said, I want to I want to bring back free speech, or I want to go ahead and, and bring a free platform for people to can talk about, talk about things, they would have liked it. Oh, Elon Musk is our friend. But Elon Musk said, I believe free speech is being stolen and I want to bring it back. So I want to buy Twitter. And that's why liberals were upset because he bought Twitter because they could not censor the conservatives no more. With that, I'll be right back after this short break. Cheers and good on you, boys and girls. My name is Scott Ford and I have a show on Rumble. It's the Scott Ford Show, all in one word. The Scott Ford Show, and it's on Rumble. And I also have a motivational success show on YouTube. So go ahead and subscribe and ring that bell. That would mean a lot to me. Enjoy your life. Thank you, Isaac. God bless. You're my peace of mind When this old world seems to get All right, everybody, welcome back to the third and final segment of this episode. Uh, again, thank you for being with us. Ladies and gentlemen, I I knew this was, like I said, there's a lot of things you know is coming, but have you ever, like, you, like I said, you know it's coming, but you're still in awe and you're surprised that it still happened. And that's how I am right now. Um, Dem control house passed same sex marriage bill. 39 Republicans supported it. The U S house of representatives passed legislation Thursday, 215 to 169 that would codify same sex marriage protections in the law, despise opposition from most GOP lawmakers who argue the bill language in uh, language infringes on religious freedoms. The bill will now be sent to president Biden for his signature, which he will sign. Ladies and gentlemen, I said it earlier. We have an episode that we recorded for the podcast, Brothers Just Searching. And um, I said the devil's doing everything in his power to stop biblical, um, biblical marriage. And I said, he's using his little evil demon minions on Capitol Hill. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, first off, it's no surprise that Democrats support this, supported this. They, they've been supporting this. I, I don't know what happened between 1992 to now when president, uh, why did I say 1992? It was somewhere between 1992 to 2000 when Bill Clinton passed the defend the marriage act where every Democrat said, yes, it is between a man and a woman that that is that's marriage. The Democrats went ahead and took out their own legislation. Um, I'm just thinking about this too. Just raw opinion right here. Remember when, um, Democrat, when the Supreme court, uh, reversed, uh, Roe v. Wade and it was like, Oh, it's a shock. Oh, it's a shock that he changed the rule. The Supreme court went against itself. Why ain't nobody talking about this right now? The Democrat party supported the definition of marriage in the nineties as a, as a man and a woman. 
That was the definition of marriage by the Democrats. Now, some people might say, well, hold on. You had the Republicans. You had the Republicans that, that made the decision too. you know, well, at least that was the right decision. Almost 30 years later, well, 30 years, give or take, because I, I was born in 92 and, um, and president, uh, Clinton was, uh, president at the time. So, you know, but all of a sudden now the respect for marriage act repealed the defense for marriage act, which was passed by a democratic president. So the Democrats went against their own, but the Democrats since the early two thousands have been pushing for same sex marriages and they've been, they've been pushing for, uh, legislation for all, for all this stuff. And ladies and gentlemen, this is codified what uh, the Supreme Court ruled back in 2015. So unfortunately, this bill did pass. Now, like I said, I'm not going to criticize too much the Democrat Party because they've been supporting this. I want to know who was the idiots on the Republican side. Because remember, the Republicans are supposed to be more evangelical. The Republicans are supposed to be more Christian-based. And when I see things like this, it makes me wonder if I should stay even a Republican because I don't like what they're standing for. I, and look, I, I look, I've been Republican since I was 18. I, I'm going to be blunt with you. I, I, I like, I, I like the Republican party. They, they go more along my line of views. But lately, I have been doubting myself on the Republican Party because they are they, they, they're 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 starting to represent things that I am not approved on. And I don't think this is maybe one of the reasons why we didn't do well in the midterms. A lot of people are not asking that question. Oh, and they, they, oh the Democrats did the Democrats. I understand that. But the Republican Party is slipping. And it's not slipping in the right way. It is slipping in the wrong direction. This, they're on a downward, they're on a downward spiral. And maybe this is why people don't want to vote Republican. This is why third party talks are in effect. Because people are tired of the, the, the Democrats. They're tired of the Republicans because the Democrats and Republicans do stuff like this, that America is still overwhelmingly in disagreement with the political parties. 39 Republicans supported this in the house. Uh, I think 20 Republicans supported this in the Senate. It shows their true colors, though, folks. They're from the same batch of oranges. Don't matter. They, they, they're all in there together, unfortunately. All right, let's move on. So talking about someone that does not like their political party, um, Christian Sinema, one of the uh, one of the senators that went ahead and stopped the removal of the filibuster. Also, the one that, you know, and look, Christian Sinema, and Joe Manchin plays a big role in the next two years, ladies and gentlemen. Um, because of John Featherman's win 
in the uh, in the Senate against Mehmet Oz, the Democrat Party has picked up one seat in the Senate, which makes their total to 51. So now Christian Sinema and Joe Manchin are in a bigger play now because if they want to get rid of the filibuster, they don't need both of them. They just need to persuade one of them to get to a 50-50 vote and then get Kamala Harris to do the tie-breaking vote. If that's possible, I'm going to have to do some research on it. But Christian Sinema, after the midterm elections, has announced she is leaving the Democrat Party and is registered now as an independent. She will be the third independent in the Senate. Her views... Uh, Americans are told that we have only two choices, Democrat and Republican, and that we must subscribe wholesome to the policy views the party holds, views that have been pulled further and further toward the extreme. Cinema wrote in an op-ed, most Arizonians believe that this is, this, this is a false choice, and when I run for the U.S. House, well, when I ran for the U.S. House and the Senate, I promised Arizonans something different, she continued. I pledge to be independent and work with every, anyone to achieve le- lasting results. I, commit, uh, I committed. I would not run. I would not de- uh, demonize people I disagree with, engage in, engage in name-calling, and get distracted by political drama. Senator wrote, on to uh, on to accuse mainstream polit- political parties in the U.S. of worrying more about blocking each other than the well-being of their constituents. The Senate has been a target of extreme inner party muslinging for not falling in line with the rest of her party on key issue, most notably refusing to abolish the filibuster. So, ladies and gentlemen, the way that we... uh, Well, let me read this one more quote because I think she is right on that. When politics are more focused on denying the opposite party a victory, opposing party a victory, then they are improving American lives. The people who's lost lost on everyday Americans, Senator Marone and Op-Ed. So, basically, she said, ladies and gentlemen, she does not agree with both political parties. She wants to be neutral. She wants to go ahead and... You know, just just get out of that party right there. Now, this is the issue with now. It raises a couple of issues, but since she's independent, how does the Senate look now? Does the Senate go ahead and um, go to the Republicans because there's three independents and two of them? Two of them we know for sure caucus with the Democrat Party. That's how they got the House, uh, the Senate last time. Does Christian Cinema turning independent flip it back 50-50? Well, apparently not. Schumer says that this is the this is the majority leader in the Senate. Schumer says Cinema's flip won't affect Dems' control of Senate. Subpoena power intact. What is he saying right there? Well, Chuck Schumer says he believes that Christian Cinema is still going to align herself with the Democrat Party. Um. Uh, then why did Christian Cinema change her party from Democrat to Independent? Uh. Well, we we, we don't know. Uh, 
If now this isn't going to affect the Senate, ladies and gentlemen, it's still going to be 51 49. Christian Cinema is saying, hey, I want to go against the grain. I want to go ahead and 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 then and be a bipartisan uh, person. But Chuck Schumer say, hey, I'm not worried about it. Chuck Schumer's not even worried about it because when she uh, when uh, when uh, she became an independent, she went tell Chuck Schumer, hey, I would like to keep my committee assignments. And he said he agreed. And she also, uh, Schumer added that uh, Schumer departing for the Democrat Party would not change the way the Senate operated. Um, like, I, like, I just, you know, and when I first saw this, I had hope. I was like, wow, maybe Christian Cinema is le- like, um, tell, uh, tell, uh, Tacey Gabbard used to be a Democrat. She went ahead and become uh, an independent. Uh, not an independent. She become, well, she became an independent, but she went more towards the right. So I'm thinking, wow, we might have a chance. It might go back to a 50-50. Ladies and gentlemen, th- the reason I believe Christian cinema is going independent is because of Arizona. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Mark Kelly by uh, beat Blake Masters and I think about five points, but Arizona is start, especially in the last governor's race uh, with Carrie Lake and Hobbs. Um, it's tight. Arizona is a swing state. If they can fix a couple of election issues they have in Arizona, Arizona would be tight. Regard and Christian Cinema, yes, has been is is all right figure, but she she has come against the grain. A lot with her Democratic Party. Like I said, look, I commend her and Joe Manchin for stopping the filibuster. For a while, they were stopping the Build Back Better plan. She she has proven she is more... She, she goes to the middle, but her and Joe Manchin proved that they at the end of the day, they're going to be left and not moderate. They cave to the Build Back Better plan. Now, we know that Joe Manchin and Christian Sinema do, do have an election coming up. Now, according to Arizona law, Christian Sinema is going to have to either run as a Democrat or run as a, a Republican. If not, she's going to go on the general election as an independent, and she's probably going to get spanked. Unless the Democrat Party gives her money and they push her. So they don't have to find a nominee out there. So, ladies and she just her reason. I can understand her reason. Well, the the both parties are more focused on a political wins. I I, I can I can ex- understand to that, ladies and gentlemen. I can understand the, the the two parties are going more extreme. Even the right, there's a lot of there's a lot of Republicans that are on that are extreme right. They're not just a little bit right. They're extreme right. I can understand her argument. We read her whole statement. But ladies and gentlemen, this, I I don't I don't get this. Okay, if 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 I'm gonna say I'm gonna turn now, I, I might line with the Republicans. I understand that, but if I say I'm independent, I'm looking both ways. But Chuck Schumer is not scared of this decision, and I just face value. I I don't know why she she went ahead and changed. I really, I really don't. Now, this, of course, this is a good story. Hey, y'all, y'all, Democrats can't even keep Democrats can't even keep their own uh, their own political um, 
politicians in the Democrat Party. But it's like it's like it's like Bernie Sanders, you know, which is ironic. Bernie Sanders always runs for the Democrat nominee for president, not a Democrat until it's time to run for president. And then all of a sudden he, he registers Democrats and the Democrats let him run. But every time he changes his party back to independent right after he loses and he's like, I'm, I'm for, I'm for the American people because I'm independent. Ladies and gentlemen, this independent party is starting to be used as a political bond on the left because you have, you have extreme Democrats that know they're, they're not going to win because it, Look, it goes to the point, this happens on both sides of the aisle. If you're a Republican, there's some people that are going to vote for you no matter what you, uh, you know, you can, you can go ahead and say you're against oil as a Republican. And if you're up against a Democrat, Republicans are probably going to vote for you on the ballot. Same thing with the Democrats. You, you, you can be, Hey, look, I'm, I'm, I'm anti-abortion. Uh, I'm, I'm dead. Everything that Democrats are against some people. Uh, yeah, they did that, but because they're Democrat, we're going to vote for them. I think America's starting to shift more towards the right. But a lot of people want to say, look, we want to be independent. We want to be, we want to look at both sides and see what determine who's going to be best for the country. And Christian cinema in a tight race is going to probably happen in Arizona. She'd rather go tell people, hey, I ain't sitting on the Democrat side or I'm sitting on the Republican side. I'm in the middle. And that's going to be an argument going forward in elections. Is this political? Is she sincere? I, I really don't. I, I can't. I don't know the woman. I, I, I have not sat down and interviewed her. Or I haven't talked to her campaign. I haven't talked to her office. But ladies and gentlemen, this right here, this is her saying she's independent. And stepping away from the Democrat Party, she should tell Chuck Schumer, hey, I want to go on both sides of the aisle. Hey, if she's really in the middle, she should tell the Republican Party, hey, I'm going to caucus with you so we can be a 50-50 Senate and y'all can get equal um, positions. It's kind of funny. She says, hey, I'm going to be independent, but she's going to still caucus with the Democrat Party and give the Democrat Party majority rule on committees and and subpoena rules on the Senate. I don't know. I just... I, I just, I, I have a hard time listening to, de- to, to, to people that call themselves Democrats and put themselves in, fa- in, in, in positions like this. I, a lot, let me just say it like this, a Democrat does something. It isn't because they want to, or they, 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 they honestly believe it's mostly for political gains. So with that being said, our time has run out. Please remember Jesus Christ is coming back and he's coming back soon. So don't be faint of heart because Jesus has overcome the world. If you want to know Jesus as your savior, reach out to me. I'll tell you how to make Jesus your savior and make heaven your eternal home. So until next time, be blessed, be encouraged. You have a good one.